What was your contribution to chemistry, which won you the Nobel Prize? I fell in love with the idea that you could study reactions colliding just pairs of molecules and detecting what happened in individual collisions. Well, of course, under ordinary circumstances, chemistry is done with incredible numbers of molecules bumping into one another. And the result is that many properties you'd like to understand are very averaged out. So I like to say uh, what we were able to do, uh, the people who developed these methods I'm speaking of, uh, can be compared with the question, what would our understanding of human psychology be like if all we could do is fly a blimp above a stadium and hear shouts of the crowd and murmurs, uh, we'd get some theories about human psychology, but we could learn much more if we could eavesdrop on a pair of people in the crowd speaking together. We were focusing on what is really the heart of chemistry, the transformation of one kind of molecule to another kind of molecule. Before you could only study this in very averaged way, because so much else went on that wasn't related to the reaction itself. So many collisions before and after uh, the actual step of changing one bond to another bond. What motivates you to use science in the cause of peace? Science has a special opportunity to promote peace because uh, scientists, at least in most of the world, have some special respect because it's understood that they're trying to find out very fundamental things about nature and our world, many of which turn out to benefit all of mankind, not just one nation or another. Uh, so it's broader. It gives, makes people, ought to make people think more broadly of science as a human adventure that belongs to all of us. So anything that uh, makes us appreciate that uh, we're not just different subspecies of humanity, we are really one species. And uh, take astronomy. Astronomy doesn't necessarily do practical things, except it opens our eyes to how incredible this universe is that we live in. And it should make us feel here in this tiny little planet, apparently around an ordinary kind of star, an ordinary galaxy among the billions and billions and billions of galaxies in the universe, why should we be unkind to one another and have these little battles between countries that are proud of this or that or competing in some mundane way when we're part of a miraculous universe that we all share. So I think that's what science ought to be, broadening people's view so much that it does contribute to attitudes that foster peace, or so I hope. Oh. Have you seen science used to build peace in a concrete way? One encouraging thing you can point to that you can give credit to science indirectly to, namely uh, TV. For example, what caused the Iron Curtain to collapse and all in 1989 is from a historical point of view astonishing. 
you had the Soviet Union without war just collapsing completely, which had been the second most powerful military power the world had ever known, collapsed completely. Why? Because the citizens could see through TV eventually that they'd been lied to for decades. That what they'd heard about the Western world wasn't true. And in the end, that's the fundamental reason, I think, that it collapsed. Now today, we have through even more powerful means of communication, the world web and all the rest, something that is a powerful influence piece because again, uh, people all over the world have this communication and this way of seeing a broader view of the world than you could before. What role do you see for UNESCO in the process? Well, UNESCO and United Nations more general is, I think, one of our best hopes uh, for the future because, again, it, the whole thing is trying to make people view us as one whole humanity, not a lot of separate nations. And various economic things are pushing in that direction. That's what the European Union is. Uh, of course, it takes a long time before all the little political things that come up uh, must be ironed out. But I think more and more uh, this is going to happen. And it's terribly essential because the population, as you know, is growing at frightening pace. It only took 12 years to add one more billion to the Earth's population. Now, we cannot continue that. And of course, we know that education and science and technology, the very thing, the culture, the things that UNESCO is focused on uh, have to be uh, key elements in uh, making the world a kind of place where finally wars will, will never happen.